Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Look, we bitch about it all the time on the show. There is no true rock stars anymore. Not true, it turns out. After we did the Alex Jones episode in Austin, Texas, a buddy of ours said, Hey man, I got this kid, and I think he could possibly be the next Mick Jagger. His name is Barnes Courtney. B-A-R-N-S. I'm going to spell that out because it's an unusual spelling. And I listened to the kid's music on the way back to the hotel after doing the Alex Jones interview. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. Let's meet up with him. Let's see what he's like. Holy shit. Did we have one of the greatest interviews that we've ever had on this show? And the guy was completely hilarious and self-depreciating. And things go off the rails quickly. More importantly, though, he's a great kid and his music is fantastic. And we don't do this very often on Drinking Bros, but we're going to do it for him. We're actually going to play some of his songs throughout the show. And uh, hopefully it gives him a little bump in this world. He signed with a major record label, Capital, and he's got a new album called 404 Outs. And it's just littered with hits. So we're going to try to drop a few of those throughout the show. But it was one of those nights in Austin where you meet this weird, magical talent, and he just clicks with the entire group. I think him and Jared actually might buy a one-bedroom together and uh, eventually settle down somewhere. But first, we got some sponsors who pay for this whole shit wagon to be on the air. First and foremost, talking about ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Man, what else can you say about the finest mattress on the planet? Not really sure at this point. But they have the best deals. Best deals, most comfortable mattress there is, best pillows on the planet. I love their sheets. I actually don't have their adjustable base yet. I'm a tall drink. I got a Cal King. They don't make it in a Cal King yet. But when they do, you can betcha. I'm throwing on a little Snoop Dogg and uh, going up in that motherfucker, you know? Because it's got a remote, and a lot of people don't know that. Uh, it's got a remote with it, so you can, you can just fly up. You can go upright if you want. Also got USB ports in it, flashlights, you name it. So you won't trip over yourself in the middle of the night. If you were military or a first responder, you get 15% off forever. And as always at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, they get a 36-month pay-as-you-go program. No interest. No one on the interwebs is offering that. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today and get on it. Next up. We've got superseedlife.com. Love these guys, man. Look, I, I told you me and my wife have been eating these uh, CBD cookies and brownies every night um, to go to sleep. There's only a couple products that we trust CBD-wise in this world. Drinkables. If you're drinking it, got to go to killcliffcbd.com. Get that 25 milligrams in a can. That is the best I've I've had until it gets until it gets dialed in, um, which I'm, I'm sure it's on the way. But just a lot of companies just don't have it dialed in yet. Um, and then SuperSeedLife.com, man, with their cookies and their brownies. The beauty of the cookies and the brownies is there's only two carbs and two sugars in it, and they're absolutely delicious. You get five in a pack. I believe they're running a special for like nine ninety nine for five in a pack. Um, but it comes to you refrigerated. They have, they've also got pizza crust, um, with, with, you know, no carbs and sugars in it. I think it's like eight net carbs total. Uh, so if you're keto or paleo or whatever, man, I, we eat this shit all the time. I'm amped that they've been on for a couple shows as sponsors just because we literally eat it almost every day. Uh, so go to superseedlife.com, type in the promo code drinking bros 20, and that'll get you uh 20% off of, of any three items. Try Look, if you're into the CBD world, try these cookies, man. They're the best in the biz. In my opinion, that is superseedlife.com promo code drinking bros 20. Uh, try it out, man. Uh, we eat this shit all the time. Uh, last but not least, we've got expressvpn.com. Forward slash drinker bros, keep your shit safe. Keep your keep everything safe on your computers, uh, on your laptops, your your desktops, iPads, 
iPhones, you name it. It is a seamless app that runs in the background that will protect all of your shit from hackers. It's also a firewall blocker, brother. So if you work at a place that doesn't allow you to watch porn or Major League Baseball or your favorite college football team on a Thursday night, you can crack crack through that firewall with uh, expressvpn.com forward slash drinking bros. Over there, it gets uh, seven bucks a month. And you get three free months if you sign up for a year at expressvpn.com forward slash drinking bros. Uh, do it today. We all have it. Just to do it, man. I don't, I don't want to get my shit ripped. Um, that sounded gross, didn't it? My shit ripped. Ugh, God. Sorry, ExpressVPN. But I'm also not sorry. Uh, let's hop into the show, shall we? Here is Barnes Courtney. As I said, we're going to p- be playing some of his songs throughout the show. We're, uh, we're just big fans, man. Um, complete accidental running with him. And uh, fuck, this guy's good. When your baby teeth ain't milky white, wipe the stoppers from your eyes. Said, oh, come on, love will be just fine. We're going to live just like it's 1999. I want hair like that. That's yeah, what I'm going for. Do. What do you Let's think? Let's take his hair. Let's steal his hair. Fuck it. Let's steal his hair. I don't think we gotta kill him. I, I mean, no, we, we just don't. take his we hair. Don't. It's done. It's uh, done. Nope. It's done. Sorry, he's dead. Sorry. Uh, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. The guy that we want to steal his hair from uh, is not actually the guy we're interviewing. Now, the guy we're interviewing tonight, uh, yeah. Mr. Barnes yeah. Courtney, yeah. I actually want to steal your identity. Well, you, thanks for making me feel shitty about my hair, uh, just right off the bat. I appreciate it, dude. Hey, no, we just don't want to steal yours yet cool. because it's it's not it's not the length. Over twelve and a half hours, cleaning, <laughs> crimping, <laughs> specifically getting it just right for this interview. I told you outside. only to be slighted in the first minute. How dare you? I know. Uh, look, I told you outside. I was like, dude, you're the coolest motherfucker I've I've met. Like. I am trying so hard, man. I, and you, this Jacobean King hair guy over here. I know. He walks nuts. in here with King hair and the King rings, and it's like, all right, fuck, I, I need to be him. Yeah, so we, we, look, we roll in Austin. Um, we do a show with Alex Jones. Beautiful show, by the way. Beautiful show. Wild Com- completely unexpected. We got a, a yeah. phone call about 36 yeah. hours ago, as was this. We're on the way over from Alex Jones' show, and Xander was One. like, hey, man, there's this guy that is going to blow the fuck up. Let me play you his music. Um, dude, we listened to your entire album on Spotify, and I was like, holy shit. Uh, then I looked at your numbers, like 65 million downloads for your or streams on Spotify for your... Are you your, sure you're not confusing me with Courtney Barnett? We have the same haircut. Definitely not, man. You were amazing, by the way. Oh, Absolutely thanks, amazing. Well, uh, where'd you start? Um, I started uh, in the small town of Little Whittingshire as a boy. On the fourth day, on the fifth moon, and I did raise my tiny hands to the I sky. I remember this day. I was there. I had just eaten like 16 hot dogs from a local gas station. Wow. I got sick, and I saw him. Do the and gas stations the in the England vomit. have hot Into dogs? Into little pots. What? <laughs> do the gas stations in England have hot yeah, dogs? We, uh, do, they, do they have hot dogs? Um, You know what? I can't remember. It's really hard to... to picture what was in there you know when you're That's masturbating Germany. so furiously yeah <laughs> yeah inside gas stations you have to <laughs> yeah he's oh, yeah. perfect for the show <laughs> perfect from the right show. In yeah there. yeah <laughs> i think i think i think texas needs to name a county after you then we could just go barnes county well they they don't respond to my emails i've sent Tennessee, so many texas i have their number <laughs> give them give them texas's number hello is uh, this texas yes this is no no this is oklahoma man it's it's two the last number's two can do you, you print you know texas? do you want to start prank calling other states <laughs> yeah. we should like Not hey hawaii you suck, suck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your bitch ass is all the way out there give me some <laughs> of that tourism money is your refrigerator running <laughs> oh, how's it you're boy. on an island you guys don't even have gambling legal. <laughs> oh yeah, this is Nevada, douche. <laughs> what are you doing in Austin, by the way? I don't know. Do I need a reason to be here? I feel like I've entered a members club and I'm being ostracized. It's, but it's amazing, right? Like, Why isn't your hair as fancy as that guy's? Oh, it, we're used Do to. Do they be. have hot dogs in England? You even know what a hot dog is. I, I mean, honestly, I'm to be punch fair, you in the stomach uh. to the audience, <laughs> the only other person that could walk through that door and have better hair than him is Meatloaf. <laughs> true. Yeah. True. See? <laughs> okay, okay, I feel better now. Yeah, I feel better. What am I doing here? Oh, yeah, I, were you playing gigs? Uh, I was su- supposed to be. 
However, you had one last night, didn't you? Well, my tour bus got stuck in the floods in Beaumont. So, uh, ah. is there a flood going on? Yeah, there no, is. No, but that's what I said so that I could do copious amounts of narcotics and not play the show. Yeah, 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 of course. So, where did where'd you end up? You just kept going north? Well, the bus, the bus is stuck. So, luckily, we were here already for promo. Mm. And uh, I played a little acoustic show last night to some very apathetic diners. I, I heard things uh, might have gotten out of control and maybe spilled out into the streets. Was that true? That's that's true. I mean, it is. When you're talking yeah. out of control, are you talking crews a few days ago out of control, or are you talking like I'm uh, talking huge crowds oh, showed shit. up and they were and you had said something to the 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 wait staff like, hey man, if this gets too crazy, I'll just go out and play in the streets, and that actually went down. Taking it back to the streets. That's yeah. very much the uh, ethos of my project. I mean, don't look at any of my pictures. Uh, well, obviously, yeah, yeah, because that's you're definitely not Bob's taking it back Courtney, to the streets. Taking it back to the streets. Remember I, I, the Mickey Smalls of our generation. I, I, I really do think we should shoot some rap album covers while we're here. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm glad that you brought that up because I was like, am I going to say it first or you? But hey. I, I think we've got a thing going here. Right? We've got the gear. We've got, we've the, got the gear. gear. I got the black magic in the car, and we've got the Hope talent, no brother. We've there. got the talent now. We've got the gravitas. <laughs> and the gumption. <laughs> How many people showed up last night? Um... <laughs> I, I, I mean, 800 people were meant to come to the actual show. I don't know how... A very small fraction of those people actually attended the dinner that night. God damn it, really? really? 2 to 250. Really? 2 to 250? Are you, what kind what? of restaurant? Was it Chinese restaurant? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes or no, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> yes or no? It was incredibly hard to get dumplings that night. Were you getting some night. cat meat or what? <laughs> I was enraged. I flew into a fit of rage in the street, exposed myself. I love to... me some cat meat. You do, yeah. I you, do. I you, love cat meat. That's a big fan of cat meat. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding. Nope. That's that not is, your, nope. your, your no name pictures. is not cat meat. That's not a real name. No pictures. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty much her, 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 her real is, name. It is cat meat. Yeah, there you go. Wasn't Show me a burst of t- oh, okay. about that. Uh, if you've seen, you know, somebody from Florida, that's right there. That is what Florida, <laughs> a <laughs> real one. The state of Florida, it's the state of Florida, right there. Human. Just an absolute. Actually, you mess. know what? That's like that's the best description I've ever heard of you. You're Florida man in a woman's body. Yeah, that's yeah. not. <laughs> I'm a Florida man in a woman's body. That's actually the perfect description of all here? time. It's also not a compliment. Well, it is and it isn't. It I mean, to be isn't. fair, she's been hit by a boyfriend by a truck and drug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, we're talking about Jared's new girlfriend, uh, Mr. Barnes. So uh, I'm his new girlfriend. Yeah, you can be. <laughs> there it is. You can be. Punctuation we are matters. inviting. I did not sentence. know it was this kind of party, but now the decor makes total sense. Yeah, <laughs> the leather couches. You go the, the other way. Chandeliers. You go the other way at all. Do I go? I go all the way. Do you really? No, you know what? I feel so dull as a musician because all of my idols, like Jagger and Bowie and Iggy Pop, they were all skipping rope with the gender line. Yeah. And here I've seen a lot a of sphere. dicks in my time. It's a sphere. I've seen a l- in the sphere of my life, I have encountered a large amount of phalluses and not even a wiggle down there. Really? Not even a twitch. Ah, I'm like, yeah. I'm literally sitting there like, come on. Give it time. You I bought the leather. Enough. You got to yeah. get. <laughs> Here's the deal. You got to get famous enough. Because once you get to that level of fame, you get bored by all the other shit. Yeah, 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 the, 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 nine, the nine sums get boring, and then you're like, fuck it, bring in the dude. That's, <laughs> why, <I'm, laughs> the that's why Russell uh, Russell Brand hired a guy just to run over his dick in a wheelchair. <laughs> he did. He did. Oh, yeah. He's in position, a wheelchair porn. Like, how do you position yourself to even make that possible? You got to get a boner and lie sideways. Yeah, you oh, lie sideways? Yeah. I wasn't thinking yeah. sideways. Don't you watch you porn? Yeah. Thinking like you know you're stretching. Yeah, you fold so. your torso in half, you <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, that's, that's how it works. That's how him and Katy Perry split up. God, she was it. sick of the wheelchair. She porn. was sick of the wheelchair. She was yeah. sick of the wheelchair porn. So that's what happens when you get that famous, mm. man. You can get your dick run over by a wheelchair. Reach for the stars. <laughs> You should tell your parents that. <laughs> Mom and Dad, I want to be so famous that one day somebody rolls over my dick with a wheelchair. All I want is for a paraplegic to maul my genitalia <laughs> with, with a pair of medical wheels. Is that so much to ask? I'm sorry. Is it a while, crime to While dream? a midget shorns a sheep and stares at me. Oh, that would <laughs> be Actually, I kind of want that now. Can we no. have that? I want a midget to just shear a sheep in I the room. I put that on the rider where... I, I don't yeah, know. that did not show up. That did, the sheep did you, not show up. You know yeah. what? That that is okay. Let's go around the room right now. If you were if you were George Clooney famous, yes. What fucked up shit would you put on your rider to fuck with people? Oh boy! Come on, Dan. You're first. What's your first? No. Come on. No. Come on. You're that famous. It's, it's Casey, Casey Anthony's panties. That's Casey. Probably- <laughs> 
It would be Casey Anthony. I'm well, saying. you can't put her. You can't put a body on there. But you can I mean, you could request a human. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't I just fuck Casey Anthony for the whole tour? You could. And then we abort the baby together two months after it's born. Whoopsies. <laughs> Whoopsies. Oh, look, it's a Virginia joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want Forrest Whitaker's right eye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that the good one? Or Come those? on. I, it has to be something attainable that. That sure, sure, a sure. person that's in charge of fulfilling the rider is like, oh, god damn it. Get me the blood of an orphan child. Yeah, exactly. Make exactly. sure that you extract it with your hands. Well, Dave Chappelle asked Puff Daddy know. wanted Cambodian breast milk, right? He wanted Cambodian breast milk, yeah. That's if normal. I, if I could have, I would say, maybe 18 <laughs> to 36 photos, frame photos of, uh, of, of Sir. So he's a sir, right? Who? Come on, Sir Forrest Whitaker. Sir, it's Sir Forrest Whitaker. Sir Forrest Whitaker. So thirty-six photos of that. Yep, framed, um, framed. Obviously. Nice frames, not bullshit ass fucking Hobby Lobby. No, shit. no, no, no. You want shit very, like that very over nice. there? You know yes. what? J- you know what J Lo's is right? It's a new toilet seat in the wrapping, and the guy has to install it in front of her. That's a true oh, that's story, real. by the way. That's real. That's, that's, a, that's a real nice. story. Because she yeah. doesn't want to shit on a used toilet seat. While she watches Correct. and sort of rubs herself sensually. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a bunch of weird shit like that. It's all got to be white. Everything's got to be white and, uh, like, sheets, you know, M&Ms, all that other bullshit. Like, that is all real. It's all got to be white. I want to yeah. shit on brown sheets. Okay, so wow. you want you want all these f- pictures. Sure. And what else? Whitaker, yeah. Uh, well, then, then I want my grandparents on the other side. Just a picture of them staring at Forrest Whitaker. Okay. So, and that's it. That's, that's it. all. That's all you want. That's all I want. Okay. Me. Go. I want them to fill the room full of pink packing peanuts. Yeah. About four and a half feet. Okay. And then I will just sit there and drink orange crushes while staring them in the eyes like I'm enjoying this whole thing. <laughs> like I would just be like, "Yep, this is exactly what I want. This is what I've." It, I'm just up to my mouth, like you, they just see my eyes, and I'm just hanging in the green room the entire time. And it, oh, it's stage time. <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it? But fall down a couple of times, yeah, so they have yeah. to. Yeah, and I'm cursing and God fucking the damn it! Yes, and then I come out smiling again, like, yeah. hey, I'm ready for the show. Like, nothing happened. Ready for the show. <laughs> and you ask the guy to grab you a bag of the peanuts and bring it with you on stage. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, need, yeah, I, I need him to be close. He's in a ziplock yeah. I need the peanuts I just, to be close Throw them in my pocket just to fuck with the staff. <laughs> All right, you're up. You're up. Yeah. Mine. Um, I want my fans to be led into my room for a VIP experience. And whilst they're waiting for me, uh, the YMCA starts playing, you know, the... And then they realize that behind them, the entire wall has come away, and it's just me stood entirely naked, covered in hot oil, windmilling. Young man, when you're oh, in, I think they would love that. They would love it. <laughs> yeah. That'd be <laughs> so good. Because a lot of my fans are like, you know, moms and their kids. Are they like, really? <laughs> oh, I have a hit with the moms. Maybe in the Navy? Please. Are, are you opposed to in the Navy? I mean, look, look I feel like you're kind of raining on my parade here. Like, this is my personal rider. Yeah, 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 it is. I didn't come in and make suggestions for your rider. Yeah, exactly. I worked Jared? hard. I clawed my way, sucked and okay, rubbed my way gonna, up yeah. to this position. We're going fog machine at least. Okay, fine. We're going to have a fog machine. We'll okay. go fog machine. I'm we'll glad. go fog machine. I wanted to contribute. Are you with a label right now? Uh, yes. It's a label uh, that I invented myself. It's run out of my mom's basement. Uh, not a lot of money in it. But, yeah. But uh, it is incredibly, incredibly exciting. But that's that's kind of the gig these days, right? No, no, I'm sorry. Rights? I'm being facetious. I am with a label. Yeah, I'm with Capital. Oh, and Virgin. Oh, Fuck. Fuck you, oh, man, fancy man. Yeah. Oh, fancy Sorry. man. You label it. put on my glass slippers yeah. tonight, You sold out. Cinderella. You used to be cool. Yeah. So how does that how did that come about? Like, how did you get a fucking deal with Capital? Because that's, I feel like it doesn't happen anymore where people well, just get a huge deal with Capital Records. It's an old school label. Yeah. And I did not get to where I am today by not sucking a few dicks in parking lots. Of I course. You can trust me. Side. So how, how long have you been with Capital? You want to be a star, don't you, Bonzi? Yeah. <laughs> I see your name up in the lights. Does <laughs> <laughs> that, that answer your question? Yeah. yeah. No, that's perfect. Sorry, you around. probably want me to say some actual real musician Yeah, things. Did, did somebody... This is going, this is somebody going find to actually you? be an amazing episode. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fucking it's awesome. It's all, it's all downhill from here. No, oh, no. This is this is in, in Drinking Bros land. This is uphill. It's going to be like that Trump thing. Where, it was locker room talk. Yeah, it was. It, it's you always said you wanted blood from the face 
of an orphan child. <laughs> Do you think bleeding orphan children is funny, Barnes? <laughs> you know, it's out of context. You don't understand. It was on a tour bus. Billy Bush was there. <laughs> We're big B. Bush fans in this oh, household. Man. This household is big Billy Bush We're fans. We're also not big fans of orphans. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Laziness what it is. You know? Dan hates adopting. <laughs> oh, I don't like it. You sounded like Oliver Twist there when you were doing the blowjob thing for a minute, and that made me angry. Yeah. That's how much I hate orphans. That's how much he hates orphans. They can only get off for Dickensian characters. Oh, yeah, it's really it's weird. It's yeah. Weird. Well, uh, no, for real. We're discovered. I mean, I, I signed my first deal when I was 19 to Island Records. All oh, like shit. starry-eyed and excited. You know, I, I really thought, when you're a teenager, you just think you're going to be like Bono immediately after you sign. Yeah. And I it. signed a deal. And it's and never, had, like, it's never like, know, like that, right? I had Lady Gaga's producer, Red One, calling me up on the phone every day like, man, you're my new Beatles, man. You're going to be a star. We're going to make history together. You know, like totally beguiled by the whole Holy thing. Holy shit, that's and crazy. Then, you know, I, it was nuts, man. And I was going to all these crazy dinners and like, you know, meeting all these like celebrities with uh, this guy having just been playing in high school bands and stuff. And uh, three years went by and he never delivered my album to the record label. Oh, man. Wow. What, what was the excuse? Um, I, did, I guess he was busy. <laughs> Shit. He did this to all his acts. He got busy. Uh, he, he was washing his hair. Because that, <laughs> that happens a lot, right? Well, it sh- albums get shelved a lot. It's very unusual for a producer to produce a whole record and then not deliver it to the record label. I think, if I'm being totally honest, that he was spreading himself extremely thin mm-hmm. and he's kind of ADD um, and he just couldn't handle having his fingers in so many pies. So how do you get out of that deal then? What do you and what do you do with the album at that point? It was just, there was nothing to do. We didn't have it, so we, we wrote album after album in this band house. It was so much fun at first. Then these New Zealand drug dealers moved in two doors down. Things got super dark. Bass player developed a serious ketamine addiction. Oh, the oh, special K, the K hole, brother. Kids to the K hole. Bonzi in the K holes. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's how that band started. <laughs> of course, all of the members died immediately from severe bladder problems. <laughs> really should have seen that coming. Uh, oh my That's what happens in Special K, though. You know, you <laughs> dance in cartoon K. land. Sometimes someone's going to turn Special off the TV. Special K used to have real K in it. Yeah, it does. It does. Just like Coca-Cola. You mean so- potassium? Yes. Oh, get the fuck out of here with your banana jokes, you damn. Oh, yeah. somebody went to college. There's more, you think you're better than me because you're educated? And green peppers like bell peppers and bananas, so I don't, I don't get that reference. What? Oh, damn. Yeah, here we go. Somebody Let's bring get the it party down to the, snoozer out of here. bring it down to the fucking rails <laughs> here. Right down to the dumpster. <laughs> so People don't listen right. to this podcast to learn things. They do. <laughs> you cretin. <laughs> they do. They learned a lot from him, actually. Yeah, yeah they, they, they have. Like how to not do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they come for the Crude dick jokes. <laughs> That's all they come for. That's that all is. they come for. That is. So, so after you, the guys are doing Special K, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, tap dancing around. Then what, what do you do after that? So, you know, we just like lost our deal. And I went from having a life in which I'd never known anything but music and not existing in the world of men and adults to suddenly, um, well, it's a crazy story, actually. And I've never told this full story before because it was very sensitive. But I, I had no qualifications. No, uh, no job experience. Um, but I just met this girl who was living in a multi-million pound apartment owned by a rich Dubai oil baron. Who How is, old are you at this point? Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm twenty-eight now, but I was twenty-two yeah. at this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. story. And uh, so I just moved in with this lady, and then every once in a while, this guy suspected I was staying there. She was like a kept woman, and uh, he would try and catch, and I'd see him out the window and be like, oh, God. Pack up all my stuff and I like put all my things, try to get my deodorant from the bathroom out on the street, like three suitcases. And uh, this went on for years. Meanwhile, I'm like trying to scrape and scratch about the shop floor, like any common cock of the hackle, desperately trying to figure out how I can get myself back into the entertainment industry. Um, fast forward, and uh, this lady um, and I split up, but um, you know. We're still friendly. Sure. She she meets Jude Law and has a baby with him, right? 
which wouldn't ordinarily be relevant to this story. However, with her incredible manipulating powers, beguiled me into raising his child for the first year of this baby's life. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Gonna... So let me put this into perspective. I am like dirt poor. I'm on welfare. And you're raising and Jude Law's baby. Jude Law's baby. <laughs> <laughs> and Jude's like coming over the house, like looking at me with holes in my shoes. And I'm like, hey, how's... uh? How's all that action going? Yeah. I've got, <laughs> wow. I've got two questions. So the woman, was she the guy that she was with? Was that DJ Khaled? That's one. Number two uh, question is, did you think about ransoming the baby to Jude Law? Yeah. I mean, I tried extremely hard, but he's a very powerful man. And I, I lost those eyes. Like, it's physically powerful. Or yeah. Just... The, well, in a tussle situation, I didn't fare well. You know? Really? You got a tussle? I, no, I'm, I'm you totally fight Jude Law? that. <laughs> I no, didn't really if, get it. If you could, you beat Jude Law if you would have. Well, that's another story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a podcast in and of itself, man. So, how do you get out of that sitch? Well, I, I you know I quite liked it, and you know I fell in love with this child. She's beautiful, you know, wonderful, wonderful kid. But then this is right around the time when I signed my next deal. And then suddenly, like, I go from working computer stores, selling cigarettes in nightclubs, which is a whole rigmarole in and of itself, because the English tobacco laws are extremely strict. So you can't tell people what you're selling. So imagine me, I'm in a blue polyester suit in a nightclub, sort of like gazing sort of vaguely at my crotch direction whilst I look at random groups of strangers kind of like... Because the cigarettes are there. Yeah. No, no, just because that was part of my sales pitch. Oh, oh, I thought it was in like a cart <laughs> around a thing where you're like, cigarettes, cigarettes. No. Are you insinuating that my package wouldn't beguile people into buying cigarettes? It looks great, but I usually t- the box is right down there with the cigarettes inside <laughs> That's exactly of it. exactly where it was. was. Yeah. Oh, it was? Yeah, I just wanted to talk about the package, sorry. Oh, no, we'll get to the package. What are you, what are you throwing around flaccid? What am I throwing around? Yeah, four. No, I mean, what, are we talking weight? No, yeah, kilograms. <laughs> kilograms. Go kilograms. Yeah, Go kilograms. About, about 2.1? I think about four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, four <laughs> kilos? He's got four kilos in there? That's a nine-pound dick, brother. <laughs> That's a fucking lot of meat. Well, no, it's bigger than a fucking ribeye. It's incredibly small, but it's dense. <laughs> it's like a neutron star. Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> I, I wouldn't touch it. <laughs> Depleted uranium. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do a lot with it, but it's impressive. We might call this episode Jude Law's Baby, by the way. <laughs> I can't. I'm really stuck on that now. The I was young gonna Pope. say, I looked you at the you young Pope's baby in like, your hands. Wow, um, <laughs> that was just a ridiculous situation. Like who, who ends up in that? It was no just one. Ludicrous. That's what makes life worth living, though. To it, be honest, it is. Yeah, yeah. And then weird. suddenly, Shit. like I'm, I'm like, from this these shitty jobs to uh, my, my film got used in a Bradley Cooper movie, and I wanted to take this girl that I'm dating, and the label's telling me I'm not allowed because the tabloids might divert attention away from my record to be like, look who's taking Jude Law's baby mama down the red carpet. No way. Bizarre. Like like a deer in the headlights for the majority of this. It was nuts. So how do you guys eventually break it off and split up? Oh, she's dead now. Oh, really? No. <laughs> you, <kill her? laughs> you were about to drop the mic. I was like, good night, everyone. See ya. See ya, Austin. It's been real. Uh, yeah. We go from an interview with Alex Jones to Jude Law's baby to the girl being dead. Barge Goodbye, is in prison. <laughs> <laughs> You're going away for a long time. <laughs> how does this really end? How does, the, how does it end with the lady? I just, I just started touring a lot. Basically, and you're uh, just gonna split up from there. Yeah, I mean, we're still really good friends. She's hilarious. She loves to send me like videos and pictures of all the fancy men she's dating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man. She's like, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. yeah. I it mean, does. look, we got a lot in common. You know, his label wouldn't let him bring the girl. You guys don't let me bring this one because well. she generally gets drunk and lights fires. Blacks out. <laughs> Blacks out. <laughs> We didn't see anything, but yeah, I did. Nah, yeah, I wasn't. Did. I didn't mean to point at you. I meant to go right there. <laughs> yeah. So then you come to America after that? Yeah. I mean, it was it was nuts. I just like I never. I was always a singer in my bands, and I wrote very basic uh, chords on guitar as a means to an end to songwrite. Never play guitar on stage, um, and then suddenly find myself on a massive support tour in America playing by myself, just me and a guitar. And I did that for two years, solid. Holy shit. My, my friends move out of my house, like, I can't get back, like, my stuff just evaporates into nothingness. Yeah. And now I live this kind of gypsy life. Uh, and, uh, you know, so long has it been. 
since I felt the wind on my face or the warmth of a woman's touch. Yeah, well. Pirates of the Caribbean 3. Yeah, boom. <laughs> boom. I, some might say it's the best pirates. Some might say that was their best work. Well, that's a hot button issue. I, I wouldn't want to get into that right now. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm sure you're not having problems getting ladies on the road, though. You're a, you're a really good looking man. I just, I, you, just brought, you just brought up fucking 300 of them into the streets. I know. That's true. Yes. And they were all there specifically to ogle at me. You, you and Dan can go mom hunting. They were trawling for man meats, those moms. He's, mom hunting. He loves, is, he loves moms. My favorite favorite thing I got life, moms. You love moms? I got them. Yeah, you, I bet you get a bunch. It's a of good moms. sales pitch. Yeah, <laughs> you want moms? I got them. <laughs> you like moms? I got moms. I got moms. Come on to the back. <laughs> so, how does Capital find you then? Um, this uh, Virgin was ready to drop my record mm-hmm. to drop the whole project because my A and R artists and repertoire left, and typically when that happens, his entire catalog gets scrapped. Um, I was extremely lucky, and my songs started to sink in TV and film. So, got it. This radio DJ, I mean, they weren't sinking that heavily, but they were sinking a little bit. So I was kind of like barely hanging on by the skin of my teeth. Radio DJ in Seattle, Manly, uh, at KNDD, hears my song in an advert for the movie Burnt and just starts playing the shit out of it. Really? Calls up Capitol Records. Like, I can't find, there's nothing online about me. Like, no, no Instagram, like, you know, no write ups, no nothing. And he says, I've, I've been searching around. I hear you got this kid, Barnes. And they're like, yeah, he's, he's in the label today, finalizing his contract with us. He's just upstairs now signing on the dotted line. And this guy saved my career um, by playing the track. <laughs> That's amazing. Does so he ca- know? Does he know now? No, no, no. I mean, you know, I, I don't want him to get too cocky. I, always, <laughs> I try to insult him most of the time when I see him. Knock him down a few You pegs. should send him a Christmas card every year and it just says thanks for nothing. <laughs> Suitcase in your hand, wave goodbye to mom and dad. Never thought I would see the back of you. Mixtapes wearing down, crystal ships are sailing out. Now the doors are opening for you. I want to swim, swim. Semi-erect neutron star penis. <laughs> <laughs> and so do they send you out on this tour that, that you're out on now? Like, does the label do that? Well, I mean, so when you accrue a certain amount of fans, uh, you can go out on a headline tour, and it gives you the ability to, to run your own tour in that respect, right? Yeah. So I'm at a point now where I can do that. Um, but, you know, it's been a lot of back and forth doing support gigs. Um, do you want to play music on the 28th of this month? <laughs> I mean, San I don't Antonio, actually like I've got a stage. I've got the equipment. Jared's checking his calendar. Right <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually like playing music. I just do it for the women and the drugs. Oh, perfect. <laughs> but are there moms there? Absolutely. Uh, There's a lot of moms, moms and Bernie. A lot yeah. of moms and Bernie. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and he's, look, he's got plenty of these where these came from, so, you know. <laughs> Well, well, say, you could be like and you couldn't be. You're not a Those mom. Those aren't mom jeans. Yeah, yeah, well, they look maybe <laughs> they're an abomination. <laughs> I can see the pockets. 
Yeah, yes, yeah, please. yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all I ask. You're good. You're funny as shit, man. That's what I keep telling everyone, but no one believes me. Well, they will now. I'm like, guys, I am hilarious. I'm the voice of a generation. <laughs> <laughs> this goes out to six point one, so at least you'll they'll know now. You know, I've got a day off on the twenty eighth. I could potentially do that. Oh, that it's would be hilarious. Only seventy miles away. That from, would be wait from where? Oh, from here. Hilarious. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be in Sacramento. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to one. Sacramento? I've got two days off. I've got the 28th and the 29th. Look at that. Yeah, solid. But if you're look, if you're in Sacramento, you're gonna want to really want to enjoy that city. That's Mom Central. Ugh, no, you you want to get the fuck out of Sacramento immediately. Yeah. Go to El Dorado. It Hills. Sucks there. Yeah. No, go to fucking Oakland and San Francisco. What, what? you you. You're, you you're pushing Oakland? Fuck. <laughs> I'll leave Sacramento and go to Oakland. Oakland is dope. Sacramento's <laughs> a fucking You're right to suggest Oakland based like, on my gangster hey, demeanor. Hey, that yes. Diner but... you were eating at? Why don't you go to prison? <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you've been to Oakland, guy? Uh, 1996. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Oakland is dope now. It is. Man, things yeah. took a really aggressive turn very suddenly. It, yeah, oh, no, it's fine. really nice there. Well, is it really related? This is West Oakland for about four blocks sucks, and everything over near the stadium sucks. Well, but what's worse than all of downtown Oakland is fucking great. Right? <laughs> all right, all right. How, and how many cities are you on right now? Um, that's a very good question. Does it keep going as it <laughs> keeps going? No, but if they do well, does it keep going? I mean, th- my strategy has just been to tour relentlessly, and I haven't been anywhere for more than a month in the last four years. I'll take a month off to like write the record, mm-hmm. and then I get straight back on the road. Shit. Um, and that's mainly because I have no friends. So, you know, it's, it's very nice. The two things go hand in hand, you know? Crippling loneliness, isolationism on the road in a tour bus, sobbing into my hands under the sink while downing a bottle of toilet duck. Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> that's the life of a rock star where you're like, hey. That's rock and roll, baby. That is. <laughs> hey, that's Are you 28? Did you pass 27? Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Sometimes the moms, they go, uh, oh, you're like a young Jim Morrison. I'm like, well, technically he was dead and famous by my age. But yeah, thank you. Yeah, because then <laughs> now your next one is Jesus. He was 33. So if you pass that, you're Okay, good. so I still got time to one-up Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're I think you're on the right fine. track. Yeah. I spent all of my year 34 just sinning the whole time. <laughs> like, fuck this. <laughs> the whole time. Take that, eternal soul. <laughs> <laughs> So what's your what's your overall goal then? Would you like to be, you know, fucking selling out arenas and shit like that, like like Coldplay, or do you like what you're doing now? Um, yeah, I mean, I I would hate to make millions of dollars like Coldplay. That sounds awful, to be honest. Yeah, and, I know, uh, right? Who was yeah. that lady he wrote Yellow about? Uh, it wasn't Gwyneth Paltrow. Was it Gwyneth Paltrow? No, I you couldn't sure? be right. Margaret you Thatcher, sure? maybe. Margaret, yeah, <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. You're right. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All every English rock stars, they always sing about Margaret Thatcher. One, there's one on one of their albums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's always one. Always what, that rogue which one is Thatcher yours? song. <laughs> you stole the milk from the children. <laughs> Nobody asked you to. You privatized the rail system. Maggie, what you do? I just wanted to live my life relatively tax free, <laughs> but you fucked it all up for me. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you could pull up all of Margaret Thatcher's stats, dude, just in the back of your mind that fast. You're a Thatcher fan. <laughs> I like an advanced woman. So Maggie. Dan, I can see you boning fucking Thatcher, dude. Well, she's, she's dead. Well, right? exactly. Again, I can I still can, see you I can boning still Thatcher. See it. We'll have to find her. We'll find her. Yeah, yeah, we she, She's her. not going anywhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find her. Today we'll find her. on the Necrophilia edition of the podcast. <laughs> Who are your influences coming up? Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, I just kind of like try and write whatever music is inside and let it out. Um, then I leave it to the YouTube comment section to be like, that guy's just ripping off Kings of Leon. That's what <laughs> that- it is, right? I, I mean, I have no idea. The first record was so easy because I was so like horrendously depressed, you know, from... Uh, all of the uh, all the ketamine, <laughs> not not really. Um, you know, just from the struggles and trials and because for three years I genuinely didn't know if I'd ever make it back into the music industry again. So, and I was having this conversation just outside in the grand piano room that looks like a Cluedo setup. Um, you, uh, there, there's a lot of energy and inspiration in being really fucked up. Yes. That's yeah. why you see, it, you mean, see it in Kurt Cobain, you yeah. see it in Jimi Hendrix. That's why the 27 Club exists. You have these people who are in incredible pain, 
and they've learned how to transmute it into something positive. However, by the same token, uh, they are numbing that with substances and trying to with adulation, which doesn't work, um, and end up succumbing very young. So on the second record, you know, I'm like hanging out in mansions and, you know, driving around my tour bus and being filleted by strange and exotic moms. Uh, (laughs) Strange and exotic moms, by the way, is the title of my first album. (laughs) You're welcome. Oh, my God. (laughs) To to his point, he's absolutely right. Because you know who didn't write awesome hit music? Vitamin C. Well, graduation is a big song for me. I but love didn't it. they rip that off? I love it. Probably. Is that theirs? I off, think so. Off a depressed guy. Yeah. yeah, exa- <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. His you career was only spurned forward by the increased depression from having a song ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> but who's your fave th- like these days? You get down on Post Malone like or anybody? To? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, hip-hop's had an incredible renaissance, uh, especially in like you know Kendrick Lamar's work and uh, Migos. It's gone through a genre-breaking time period, which is very exciting. Um, so certainly as, as a musician, even though my music and my predilections are more centered in the rock world, I think hip-hop recently has been the most exciting arena to pay attention to. Um, I would love to see that in guitar music. Well, we were just talking about this the other day. When's the last great rock album that came out? That Not everybody mine. That everybody <laughs> yeah. was talking 404 about. Well, well, From no, like no, no. one who, of the really famous bands. What we listened to on the way over was really goddamn Yeah, your good, shit man. is great. Yeah. But I look at like Fleet Foxes, right? Where they were like, oh, those guys will save rock. I, to me, it's it, very close to just ripping off Zeppelin. Mm. Yeah. But Zeppelin were a great band, and look at bands like Greta Van Fleet, who literally I'm sorry, do. That's it, Greta Van Fleet. They, they completely Fleet. rip off Zeppelin. I apologize right? to the Fleet Foxes. Uh, Greta Van Fleet is what I'm talking about. So they're an interesting case because um, it's a complete carbon copy of Zeppelin. However, there is so little guitar music that is done to a high standard today, and so few opportunities where you can go to a concert venue and see somebody shred a solo and absolutely kill it that. They stand out, and it's exciting. Even though maybe it's not going to stand the test of time, this increase in uh, people's predilection for hip-hop music, for electronic music, has left a generation of people who have never experienced a real rock and roll show (laughs) before. Yeah. Well, no, we had somebody recently uh, that was with Ice-T. You remember yes. this, and he said they. He asked him. He goes, "What Steve do you Howie. think? Yeah, Steve what Howie. do you think about this new this new rap coming out?" And I see had the fucking coolest thing to say. He's like, "Rap has always followed suit with the drugs." And he's yeah, like, "And whatever now, the drug culture now is, the yeah. drug culture in that world is opiates and numbing." He's like, "Now you get mumble rap." Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And like, and yeah, once you hear that, you're like, "Oh shit, that makes sense." I should do more drugs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I've been missing all this time. And you look like a young Mick Jagger, so like you're you're like, start and playing you look like you start playing stones music. Do a shit ton of drugs, bro. Yeah. Look at those bags. <laughs> <laughs> Sensational. But you could you could be on to a point there with like the Greta Van Fleet, right? They probably were kids listening to their old, you know, parents Zeppelin albums yeah. and all that shit, and they probably thought, "Man, there is no great rock band." And then all of a sudden you want to emulate what that is. They're not going to be the savior of rock and roll, but they're a very entertaining stopgap for the generation that's never seen someone crowd surf before, for instance. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they do that at their shows, but I know for a fact that when I do it at my shows, they're like, I'm like, what was that thing called when you rode over the hands on your back all sweaty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, that's crowd surfing. That's what it is. Yeah. It's called ripping off the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Tool just came out with a new album, and it sounds exactly like every other Tool album. It's like, all right, cool, I've heard this I, already. You know, I'm not, I'm not being biased at all, but Asking is the only ones that keep fucking breaking each. Their, well, you know, I heard their new, their new yeah. album is, that isn't out yet fucking phenomenal and it's nothing like their last one just like their last one was nothing like the one before that (laughs) (laughs) i'll say this bring me the horizon is one band that changes the yeah they change their music a little bit every new album yeah and it's all fucking great so maybe that's they're brave about it too because their fans kicked back hard against the last record and he wrote that song heavy metal who just on the newest album it's like released the the uh, new album like two weeks ago the Bring Me Horizon genre uh, starts with a B maybe fuck I can't think I'll think of it now. I don't know so, uh, yeah. look it up what? I don't know um, yeah, I would say for me these days like dude I just simply because he's pumping out hit after hit Post Malone like that fucking guy just listen to that new album all the songs are different 
Some could be pop songs. Some sound like they're from the 80s. Some I mean, he's, rap. he's a pop songwriter that's capitalized on the zeitgeist of hip hop's center stage in mainstream media. And this is when you can start to see uh, where a genre will fall off. When it becomes so saturated that it enters the top 40 mm-hmm. and you hear uh, trap influences and everything from Post Malone to Taylor Swift. Right. Um, that's when you know something new is coming. I mean, look at Billie Eilish, for instance. I mean, she's really taking things in a new direction. Um, in a very surprisingly minimalist way, in fact, uh, most of her songs are based on interesting vocal production, and it's kind of just that and drums. Do you think she can sustain it, though? Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I find. I, I lo- uh, by the way, her album is fucking sick as well. Um, and it's not just the album. You know, you got to understand that to have a successful music career, you have to be killing it in multiple facets. The image is incredibly forward-thinking. It, it, it's against the grain in terms of she's deliberately showing less skin. Um, and it's, it's a statement when you pair her next to a Miley Cyrus, for instance, right. or Katy Perry. Um, her personality is extremely engaging. Um, you know, she's melding with hip-hop culture in a unique way. The branding's really unique. The management's phenomenal. And the music's great. So yeah. it's a perfect storm of very well-executed facets. You ever listen to country music at all? Um, why did you have to bring down the whole conversation like that? Oh, you don't like country? Got it. You don't <laughs> like country? Bless the no, fall. No, no, I do, I do mm. like country. Um, I like country. Uh, I think my only aversion to country is uh, lyricism, which doesn't exist in all country music. It's right. just in like sort of popular radio. And I'm not saying that my lyrics are fucking Dylan. It's like, oh, great job, Barnes. You're just talking about fire. And <laughs> <You know? laughs> but as a music fan... You know, I like I like lyrical writers. I feel like country music is lowest common denominator when it comes to writing. Honestly, it's right there with like bullshit hip hop. Like Kendrick Lamar is good. Uh, Black Star is great. There's a lot of good artists out there that are actually writing music and and lyrics. But most of it is like the mumble rap stuff. I don't even know what the fuck they're saying to be honest. Oh, well, I, I mean, it, even when you listen to what they're saying, yeah. it doesn't make and sense. And country anyway, music, but, all, all of country music, music is, is like that to me. It's just well, there, there's a great country album by Conroe Burst. Um, that Conroe Burst, yeah, the yeah. fucking lead yeah. singer of uh, Bright Eyes. Bright Eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did a great Brother country Brother loves record. him. Um, and obviously he's a great lyricist. Yeah, yeah. So I, th- I don't think the genre itself. And I, I bet, not being a huge aficionado of country music, if you went back through all the records of country i'm sure there's some incredible stuff out there this that's the thing though you're finding the exception to the rule there are you are we just comparing like you know the lowest common denominator of country like we would you know the lowest common denominator of pop to a Billie eilish you see what i'm saying maybe there's great pop there's terrible pop there's great rap maybe but but country is so ubiquitous right you would think if those great artists exist, you would be seeing them every single day, and we're not seeing that every single day. There's a couple of it's people. It's certainly not having a renaissance right now, that's for sure. No. What's yeah, that? When, when the fuck is the next Al City album coming out? <laughs> 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 no, the one I was thinking, have you heard the new Bless the Fall? No. Fucking outstanding. Like, they, they, they put the bar up on that one. Yeah? Yeah. But no, it came it just, out like two weeks ago. You know, Jared's like a big Blink 182 fan. Love Blink 182. Ah, I knew it. See? I don't trust anybody it. who doesn't love Blink 182. Exactly. How did you not? We are yeah. now friends. You, did you just grab my water? Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, bring it over. Yeah, did you uh, uh, get down on, on Blink 182 as a kid? What was your bands growing up? Because th- these were Jared's, by we the way. We literally just went to a cover band last night that was a Blink 182. Oh, my God. Called Sync 182. You, you two should yeah. move in together, have yeah, a little yeah, baby. Hey, I've got room. Eight extra ones. Exactly. <laughs> Grab Jude Law's baby and uh, and then yeah, I'll bring together. the baby. Yeah, fuck. Okay. We got the baby. You bring the blink. <laughs> yep, I got the. We'll blink. raise him no, on a strict no, diet yeah. of late two thousands pop punk. I do early two thousands. One of my prized possessions. I do have a Mark Tom and Travis signed guitar that hangs in the bar. Oh, you motherfucker! Yes, yes I know. It Who got a, you that? It was Jaren. a gift from him and Matt, uh, it was. our other friend. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so that. Run, run them through your 90s favorites. See if, let's see if this relationship's going to work. I mean, I was um, starting line, big. I, I especially like line. the first, like the EP starting line where it was all rough and shitty, but it was fucking awesome. Uh, Newfound Glory, but Newfound Glory now that I listen to, I find they sucked as lyricists. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, there is, there is some stuff like I, as an th- over 30-year-old person, cannot listen to Simple Plan anymore. <laughs> oh, I remember. Plan. <laughs> 
It's really funny. <laughs> the guys funny. did, this is a story of a girl. That no, that? that's uh, Plain White Tees. No, that's not Plain White Tees. Oh, no. I don't know. Who did the story of a girl? I don't, I don't know. know There's 90 people in this room singing it right now. Uh, trying to figure dashboard it out. Confessional, because I love the guitar oh. work. I loved open oh, tuning. I used to love Dashboard Confessional. Yeah, yeah. yeah there we go. If we, could, if we have an acoustic around here, we can fucking throw it out some of that. Let's skip it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the epitome of emo, like super. Oh yeah, overtly. That, yeah. I uh, a girl hurt me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty much, Dashboard Confessional was the male version of Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill. Who <laughs> <laughs> was uh, mm-hmm. I always said I wanna I wanna Precious hurt dummies, a girl yeah. as much as that guy hurt Alanis Morissette. <laughs> well, you know who the guy was, right? No. Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. I had no idea. Uncle Joey from Full House. (laughs) That's real. That's real. I had no idea. Uncle Joey? Yeah. How could you betray Lattice Morissette like that? Isn't that crazy? Oh, man. When I heard that, I couldn't believe it. And then I was like... But but listening to that album again, you're like, fuck, bro. You fucked this girl up. (laughs) Wow. Or he fucked her really good. Dave Coulier. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? Coulier yeah. had all Coulier's the Coulier's got a hammer on him, son. No. <laughs> Just like Neutron <laughs> Star. Brother, yeah, my brother's a huge brand or yeah, brand new Connor Oberst, like uh, Bright Eyes. Uh, my brother's an outstanding writer when it comes to, to music. So, yeah. He's fucking great. Now, you're, you're 90s through and through all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. still. Late you know. 90s, early 2000s. Who, who's your guys? I mean, so I was born in 90. So by the time the 90s were over... You know, I was like ten. <laughs> yeah, but it tends when you like you start listening to your first pop shit, right? Where it's yeah, like- I mean, so when I was like around eight, nine years old, my my music was my parents' music, right? So a lot of like yeah. Paul Simon's Graceland album. Um, but then you turn eleven and the Chronic comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Take that, mom and dad. The, I'm edgy now. The Chronic <laughs> that album brought. That that album came out in two thousand one, and it brought uh, it brought hip hop to the fucking suburbs. Is what that did. Yeah, it yeah. Did. that was the it's breakthrough. Very bizarre. Of now a lot of middle aged white guys are listening to rap. Yeah, you know yeah. what's <laughs> you know what's funny about that? We're the first generation where when we're grandparents. We're, we will have been raised on gangster rap. I know. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. That's that so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Does he really? Fuck. Of course he does. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's a good joke. Yeah, no one can hear you off camera, um, <laughs> off, off mic. <laughs> no, but he, here's the thing about that is like, there's a station already on Sirius XM that is it's L O Cool J and it's simply old school rap songs. It's channel 42. Yeah, and, and you're like, oh 42? fuck, I know all of these. Holy shit! And they're like, these are the old ones, and you're like, you're like no, no, I'm still young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. still a newbile youth. <laughs> <laughs> like sand is slipping through my fingers like time through an hourglass. <laughs> my life is over. I may as well just succumb to the icy embrace of the Reaper and give up now. Can For you real? imagine driving down the road and just fuck the police is blaring on your minivan with your fucking grandkids in the back? Oh, that's boy. what I live for. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who's that comedian that and talks And it's not about even your that? grandkids. No, it's I Jude stole Law's. the grandkids from somebody else. <laughs> it's Jude Law's kids' kids. Uh, yes. Whatever. In my yeah. car, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Chronic is 92, you're, yes. You're, t- you're talking about the one with Eminem and... Chronic uh, 2001. Yeah, yeah, Chronic 2001, yeah. 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 Uh, Doggy Style was after that. Um, the one you're talking about. Those New two back-to-back, doggy. to me, is what really changed the game, where it was like, oh, fuck. Now these guys are touring... Globally and its arenas and things like that. I, do you are you a fan of anybody that you go and pay them to see them in concert? No, I, I exclusively listen to my own music on repeat. And I'm glad you asked that question. Perfect, uh, as <laughs> should all of you. Perfect. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I, I think um, it's very important as an artist to be putting on a show that actually differs from your record, whether it's visually or uh, in terms of the audio, you need to go in and come out feeling different to when you started. Otherwise, you may as well just stay at home. So, yeah. uh, you know, but ironically, I don't get to see a lot of concerts because I'm always touring. So, Does anybody open up for you? Yeah, actually, there's a band called The Hana opening up for me right now who have an incredible live show. Um, they're, they really, I've never seen a support band bring it as hard as those guys do. How, how did you guys get hooked up? Does the label do that or did you find them? We've been friends for a while. Um, I guess, you know, the music scene's quite small and insular as well, so you always end up meeting the same people uh, on nights out, this and that. I think my old bass player, Milky, uh, was pretty tight with those guys as well. Milky? Did he have a milky milky. eye? (laughs) 
<laughs> like uh, Forrest Whitaker? Yeah. And a milky eye. I was always brandishing a hook. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a story behind milky eye. Strange though. character, rugged countenance. Yeah. <laughs> you never hear a guy's name Always on milky. probation. <laughs> he's, always, he's always got like a fucking gallon jug of milk in his hand. Like, dude, you've got to stop. Damn it, milky. He's just seeping. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I told you you're going to punch her with your hook hand. That was a terrible combination. He's just drinking cartons on stage. <laughs> How did he get the nickname Milky? Uh, it's a, this five foot nothing Irish model uh, who I met at Reading Festival a year ago. And I just, you know, you just meet people. You're like, you are a star. Like, amazing. So she started playing uh, bass in my band. And the relationship between her and my guitarist was hilarious. Because it was like a comedy duo. She's Northern Irish. He's Israeli. <laughs> you know, oh. She's really edgy. So I remember we played uh, Stubbs, uh, like, I don't know, six months ago. And she comes out in this, like, net top and, like, nothing else. He goes, but, but, Milky, I can see your nipples. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, gum, that's kind of the fucking point. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Oh man! Jesus Christ, Milky. Milky, dude. She's in a sick band now. She left the project, which I would have been very sad about. But she started this like post-hardcore band called Wargasm. Oh God, damn it! And dude. she fronts it. Imagine this like half pint little Milky. I think I know, know this. this. Yeah, you I guys know, know Wargasm. Wargasm yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. Where did I hear? Where did yeah. I hear this? How the hell? <laughs> it's her and uh, the son of what's his face from the Sex Pistols, uh, Johnny Rotten, Glenn Matlock. Ah, don't know that one. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> so there's the two of them in the band? Just the two of them, and they co-front it. Okay. She's on bass. Like, you know, it's, it's cool, man. It's got teeth. Wow, that's crazy, man. Do you uh, like Sleeping With Sirens? I haven't listened to much of their stuff. New stuff is pretty good. Yeah, it's getting up there. It, Jared plays a lot, by the way. I, dude, you should shoot a video of the two of you guys playing. He's one of those guys who can just play everything. Do you play, besides guitar, do you play anything else? Yeah, you jumped on the piano, too. Did you? I did. I mean, you know, I, I played the one song that I practiced uh, religiously to impress people in At large parties. mansions with chandeliers. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have that song, though. Yeah. No, oh, this, like, not, this like, is just one of my enormous repertoire that I play I all literally, the time. I literally learned five songs strictly to play them on the Vegas pianos because I used to have to go to Vegas a lot. And right. they, they always have pianos somewhere. So I'm like, okay, what are the five that everybody will stop in their tracks? Don't stop believing. Definitely one. Always works. Yes, you played like, that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. And everyone stops in their tracks. Everybody did yeah, stop the like, tracks. Oh my god, it's my song! And, and then they were like, "You see the veteran?" I was like, "Yeah." And they were like, "Oh my god, I love him! I love him!" <laughs> is he the veteran? I love him. Well, we're in Austin. Like, they're super impressed. You know, <laughs> is he the veteran? We don't see them here. Oh my god! Don't stop believing again. Thank you for your service. <laughs> he smells like Iraq. <laughs> I never stopped believing. <laughs> You know that and Michelle Branch, or not Michelle Branch, Vanessa Carlton, Thousand Miles. I do that. That stops every woman. I had to think I've about a it. Few I was dates. like, "Oh shit!" Best Buy used to have keyboards in there in 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 the aisles, and I would do that. And I, I actually got a couple dates out of that. Who who's no, your you who's your other not. three then? Yes, number th- uh, Elton John, uh, Rock, Rocket Man, Rocket yeah. Man. Yeah, it, you you play Rocket Man? Yeah. Fuck, play it after this. Uh, who else? He's singing. What's the last two? Uh, I don't know. I gotta think. I gotta sit down. I haven't had a piano in like two months. The last so. two or the first two again? Yeah. <laughs> you just somebody. Yeah. Then a new guy comes up and they go, "Hey man, he's played Don't Stop Believing. Do it again." <laughs> yeah. One more time, <laughs> please. You're twisting my arm, but yeah. <laughs> okay, but okay, I'll, I'll do it. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, favorite old school musician? Oh man, I mean, I love the big front man. Of uh, like the seventies and eighties, mm-hmm. Steven Tyler, yeah, incredible. Um, you know, just all the ones you'd expect. Jagger, Mercury. Yeah. Um, I just love people who got serious stagecraft. Um, still, too. Like I saw still, Steven Tyler like last month. Still killing it. And like I can't believe his vocal cords Insane. are not like damaged. Well, it's getting goddamn close. I can tell you that. I saw him a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. we saw him at the Atlanta. Super Bowl. Oh yeah, you guys yeah, not yeah. a good. Uh, oh shit. Well, uh, he was touring at well, that. You know, point. Ozzy's going back out, and he's, he's seventy, dude. Uh, Ozzy's what seventy seven? Yeah, I, Ozzy's on the new Post Malone what? album. What? Yeah, oh, he's God. hurting. He's hurt, but he's look. We saw him in. Jacksonville, you and I, Jared. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was a pretty goddamn good show, and everybody was amped about yeah. it. So 
I mean, he's what, 70? 77, now? I think. Oh, boy. Possibly. Crazy. I don't know. I've got to look. Nope. No, I think he's, I think he's 70. I think, um, he's, I think he's 70, yeah. Yeah, I think he's 70. I think so. Uh, look, man, this has been a, a fucking blast. Uh, this is the point in the show we get to the drinking bro of the week. Somebody who inspired you or helped you to get to where you are today. Uh, who is that person for you in your life? Not that dick from the radio station either. Yeah. <laughs> oh, tell me it's Jude Law. <laughs> I'd like to thank Jude Law for uh, <laughs> inspiring me to get into child care by being an absent father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Woo! Sorry, Jude. Uh, we'll still watch the new Pope on HBO this fall on Sunday nights at 10. Why am I just deliberately going out and making powerful enemies for myself? <laughs> Don't worry, we do it all the time. Yeah. How to fuck up your career at 101. Uh, well, we do it every time. Uh, no, who, who is there anybody in your life you want to? Um, I mean, there have been like countless people. Like the Seattle like, DJ, you want to know? Yeah, nope. I mean, you know, John John Manley, seriously, from KNDD, yeah. was a massive uh, savior for my sort of floundering career. Um, without that guy, because you remember, radio does not like... DJs who take chances. Radio is based on analytics and numbers. Yep, right. So, you know, he he really took a big risk playing my music. So I'm eternally grateful to that guy. That's awesome, man. Dude, oh look, you've been like the fucking most hilarious guest we've had. I mean, how Jesus do they find Christ. you? How yeah. do they find how you? How do they my find man? you in socials, man? Because you're yep. amazing. Oh, it's um Barnes Courtney naked on the internet dot com. Is that uh, real? Dot dot org. Dot <laughs> <laughs> hey, dot gov. Uh, actually, you know, I do I do have let's do gay shit dot com. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should do a merger. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just Barnes Courtney. I just, just did that for the email address so when people at grocery stores ask for it, oh yeah, it's JT at let's do gay. Let's I always do, do that with shit. my Wi Fi passwords. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the Wi Fi? It's um eat shit and die. Uh all all caps. Pointer finger in the urethra. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, capital P, capital, uh, P. capital U, also. So just getting uh, toss those up, just toss those up. Um, what's, I'll tell you what. So since it's the end of the episode, what's your favorite song that nobody knows about? And we'll stick it on the end of it. Uh, what? Just in general in the yeah, world? Yeah, that you that's like. in the world, and we'll stick no, it on the end yours. of. Yes, of yours. Oh, one, one of, of mine? Yeah, yes. that people may not know of that. You're like shit, man. I bet you have a favorite that is different than everybody else's favorite. Because you look on Spotify, your first song has got 65 million streams right what's what's like a b-side that nobody knows that you personally love um man i mean oh god i don't know it's i i genuinely don't listen to my music after i've finished it Mm -hmm. because it makes me sad and i'm sort of surrounded encased in my own sense of inflated sense of mediocrity so uh (laughs) you know it's like reading your own diary and crying or something yeah exactly Uh, that's what's the first time that comes to your mind that you really liked I mean, I love this track, Attractions of Youth, off the end of the first record. Okay. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know. It was one of the ones that got roasted the most <laughs> in the reviews. And in my mind, I'm like, yes, this is my opus. I'm a genius. <laughs> I'm on top of though. the world. I'm the greatest songwriter that ever lived. <laughs> and then it was like derivative. <laughs> That's perfect, though. That's perfect. It's a silent majority. <laughs> People that like it don't say anything, and then there's assholes on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, like, yeah. I like the Warhol quote where he says, make art, and while people are deciding whether they like it or not, make more art. Yeah. You know, it's, just, it's not their fault if they don't like the tune, you know, just make some more. Exactly, exactly. Look, uh, Barnes Courtney, it was a pleasure, man. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. For real. Thank you. Weird night in Austin. We're going to go uh, blink it out. Beautiful house, and uh, man, thanks for having us, seriously. Uh, for Danthony, Danthony Holloway, Jared Taylor, Barnes Courtney, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros. Good night, everyone. So if you
until you don't live now.